You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ. Please join me in welcoming this morning our uh, dear pastor, Pastor Ayo Agunloye for Reflections Tuesday. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. God bless you. And God bless the entire Gospel Bells radio family. Amen. Amen. Good morning, listeners. You're welcome to a brand new day. Amen. Uh, Tuesday, this morning, and the Lord will bless us in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. Okay, so uh, amen. The, the, the theme for this morning is be ready to give. Be ready to give. So, yes. Yeah, so over to you now, Pastor. Thank you. Father, we thank you for the privilege we have to be alive today. Thank you. To Lord. listen to your word again. Thank you. Thank Lord. you because you never fail us. Thank you Lord. feed us with manna fresh from above. Oh, yes. We are grateful unto you. Accept our heart of gratitude in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we are asking from you again that you help us with manna fresh Amen. from above. Amen. We are asking that you send your words to us. Let your word come with power. Let it come with grace. Amen. Let it come with healing in its wings. Let it have entrance into our heart, mixed with faith in us and what's good in Jesus' name. Amen. Let your word come on in that this morning in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, let your word fulfill that which is sent to do and prosper in our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Brethren, dear listeners, I greet you once again. Good morning. Good morning. Sir. This Tuesday, the Lord bless you. And um, I pray that your time this morning will not be a waste, will not be our session today, will not be one of those days. But the Lord will help us, will focus us in our faith. The Bible yeah. says, just like um, we have had in the introduction through our brother earlier. The Bible says, if the foundation be destroyed, mm. what can the righteous do? It is important for us to always revisit our foundation and be sure that it's still okay. Our foundation is still strong and formidable. It is still able to hold whatever we are building on it. And that is the essence of what we are doing this year, revisiting our foundations. Our foundations are very important it will determine if we we'll be able to hold whatsoever the Lord is going to make our lives into. There are some things that the Lord is planning to make of our life and they are they are they are so much great. They are very great. If the foundation is not able to hold what the Lord will build on it, then it will crash. What is supposed to be a glory, a blessing, will now be a cause that will destroy the person. Some people, they would have been better off if they were not exposed to leadership and to some glorious work that the Lord is giving to them. But, be, but because their foundation is not solid, the, their exposure to glory and to some great works destroys them. That is why the Bible says, lay hands suddenly on no man and be not partaker of any man's sin. 
those who are not prepared for leadership and that you lay your hands on them in leadership, they become proud mm-hmm. and they fall because of it. And the person that ordains them or commissions them into it becomes a particular of their sins because he does not find out, help them to find out also what is their foundation before exposing them into the kind of leadership that is too much for them to bear. Therefore, it is important for us to look at our foundation. And we have come a long way since January. We are presently looking at a good foundation according to First Timothy chapter 6, verse 17 to 19. We are looking at the commands that we have. There are some commandments that a believer must obey if he intends to um, have a good foundation and be able to lay hold on eternal life. And I want to read First um, Timothy chapter 6, verse 17 to 19. It says, charge them. The NKJV, the New Kingdom version we are using, says, command them that are rich in the world, in this world, that they be not high-minded. The New Kingdom says that they be not haughty, that they are not haughty, nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God who giveth us richly all things to enjoy, that they do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to distribute. The New King James Version says, ready to give, ready to give, willing to communicate, laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come that they may lay hold on eternal life. So this is the text from which we which we have been dealing for maybe like two months now or more, dealing with the matter of a good foundation. What are the commandments you must obey if you must have a good foundation and lay hold on eternal life? And the first commandment we look at is that you must not be haughty or high-minded or proud because of anything you are rich in. And you don't think that it is only money you can be rich in. You can be rich in anything. So for you to even be listening now, even if you have no Naira in your pocket or currency or anything in your account, you still are rich in something. Whatsoever you are rich in, that others do not have, that some people do not have, and they are looking onto you and say, if I can only have what this person has, oh, my problem will be greatly reduced. You are rich in that matter. You could be rich in wealth. You could be rich in wisdom. You could be rich in connection. You could be rich in strength. You could be rich in vision. You could be rich in different things. So the first command is, do not be haughty about it. Do not trust. The second one is do not trust in uncertain riches because riches are uncertain and we dealt with that. And he said, trust in the living God. We dealt with that also. Trusting 
in the living God because he is living and his life giving. Then we also looked at this God that you must trust. Who is he? He giveth us all things richly to enjoy. We spent weeks to look on this phrase also. And then we went on into the other commands that they do good. We went on also that they be rich in good works. And then now we are dealing with that they be ready to give. And our our uh, under the supreme be ready to give um under um a good foundation we are now dealing with be ready to give be ready to give your readiness in the heart to give your preparation in your heart that you are ready you are available for the for the noble task or noble opportunity to give it is a it is an important aspect of our pilgrimage it's an important aspect of our christian life it's not it's not here simply talking about giving but it's talking about be ready, be prepared for any opportunity that comes for you to give. Just like it's talking, it was talking in the vision chapter six about the um, preparation, your readiness to share the gospel. Always the shoes of your preparation of the gospel. That is, you are ready, you are prepared. Always that means you are. You have put you are you are put you have put on your shoes already. You are ready. Any time you are set to share the gospel. The same thing here now. It says be ready to give. Readiness in your heart. Readiness in every aspect that yes, whenever the opportunity comes, whenever the Lord commands, I am ready to give. There are some things that have to be put in place so that we can be ready to give and our hearts are prepared. And we are going to also look at some aspects of the Macedonian believers according to Second Corinthians chapter 8 to learn from them because they were always ready to give. Now, let me read into the devotional where we wrote this ready to give in the spirit of newness let us consider the command to be rich in good work and start a fresh study as um and start a fresh study under it to be ready to give this is our next command as we desire to have a good foundation and lay hold on eternal life. To be ready to give is rendered by KJV as ready to distribute. You know, when I see this word, ready to distribute, it means that whatever God brings into your hands, you are not you are not holding it as if it is your own. Look at um, Luke chapter twelve that 
the the Lord spoke about a man whose ground brought forth plentifully, mm-hmm. and because he had great harvest, he became wealthy overnight, and he was thinking, "How am what am I going to do with this wealth?" And he thought within himself that I will pull down my barn, I will build a new one, I will store all this my riches in it, and I will tell my soul, soul, oh my soul, relax and enjoy yourself, for you have goods stored in place for yourself for many years. Just enjoy it. And the Bible says that night, the Lord called him home. I say he is foolish. He said, Who will now enjoy that which he has taught over there? He said, That is the same thing that happens to anybody who, who stores up riches up for himself. Who stores up riches for himself, but is not rich towards God. So, this is the problem of those who are not ready to distribute, ready to give. Whatsoever God brings into your hands, the first thing you must note is that it is not only to bless you, but actually to make you a blessing. You are not supposed to just be thinking of um, what to get for yourself. If you look at that passage in Luke chapter 12 that I just uh, narrated, you will discover that the man was only talking of me, myself, and I. And he was keeping the money. He was not ready to distribute. He was just thinking of all that concerned him. All that was just for him. That, okay, so... Let me now, let me now open a new account. Let me now store this in my account. Let me do this. Let me build this new building. Let me buy a new car. Let me send my children to a different school. The school that they are attending now is too small for them for them now. Why? Because they are now we are now richer than we used to be. My children cannot go to public schools anymore. Let me now take them to um, a more more um, expensive school because that is where the, um, we, our our class now is. And then you are you are thinking, okay, let me change location. Our location where we are living now is the poor people that are around us. Let me now go to places like Ikuyi. Banana Island, Abuja, places that are that are for rich men, not just for any rich class. Now that I have, I I, I am richer. I am rich. Now that the the Lord has blessed me, I have given testimony to the church. And now it is good for me to enjoy that which the Lord has given. Listen to what the Bible is saying. You are to be ready to distribute. Anything that comes to your hand is not just for your blessing but also to make you a blessing unto others. 
If you are not prepared in your heart to distribute, then you are like the dead sea that only receives and does not distribute and does not share out. Nothing living within you, you will only think. And that is why they call some people thinkingly rich. They are thinking. They are thinking. They are thinking. Nobody can really enjoy being around them. When we come back from this short break, we will now be able to dwell much more on this matter of being ready to be. And as the Lord will permit us with time, we can also look at the um, Macedonian believers also. Let's quickly go on a short break. You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ. Keep listening and invite others, too. God bless you. And yes, God bless you indeed. You've been listening to the voice of Pastor Ayo Agunloye, who is the pastor of New Creation Baptist Church in Port River State, South-South Nigeria. He joins us on Tuesday mornings to reflect on current theme from your Potter's house. Your Potter's house is a daily devotional, daily digital devotional. If you want to receive copies of your Potter's house, please do reach out to Pastor Yagunle on 0808718080. 0808718 Send him mail paul.agunle at gmail gmail.com Pastor Agunle has been led by the Holy Spirit to write a book titled Faith of Our Fathers Faith of Our Fathers That book uh, will be dedicated by the grace of God on Sunday, August 21, 2022 Please do pray along with him and I also encourage you to to get the book. Look forward, look forward to reading. I definitely look forward to reading that book. So plan for it as well. I'm sure in subsequent uh, subsequent episodes of, of your of uh, Reflections Tuesday, we'll be able to give you um, information on how to get that book. Faith of our fathers. Tomorrow at seven a.m. we'll be here for by the grace of God for waiting on God Wednesday. If you have anybody in your heart that you want to share with other of uh, God's children, please do send it to us anonymously. Scroll down on our page. You'll find a form that says send anonymous prayer request. And on Thursday, we'll be joined by uh, a, a special couple by the grace of God on Thursday for Thankful Thursday. Uh, they are so enthusiastic to come on air to share with us uh, the blessings that God has given them in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And you should join us as well do join us on Thursday for Thankful Thursday and share with us what the Lord has done, what the Lord is doing, and what we are trusting the Lord to do. To do, ascribe to God the glory due to His name. And of course, as we go along, if you have questions, if you have comments, if you have observations, do send it to us on WhatsApp. Type the WhatsApp widget on the bottom right-hand corner of our page or send it to us anonymously on our page. Just tap that form that says, are you listening right now? And send to us your questions and your observation. God bless you, very good. God bless you. Uh, Pastor, over to you now. Yeah. Thank you so much, my brother. Thank and you. welcome back, dear listeners. We have been dealing with the matter of being ready to give. That is a command. That is the next command 
in First Corinthians chapter 17, I mean, chapter 6 from verse 17 to 19, where he's giving us divine instructions or divine commandments that will enable us to, lay, um, to have a good foundation and lay hold on eternal life. And um, this next command is the commandment of being ready to give. Being ready to give. And that is what we check in the King James Version, saying be ready to distribute, not just to accumulate, not just to pile up wealth or something for yourself. Sometimes you have two, three, four, five cars, all for your own, in your own name, and stored and packed in your own, in your, in your, in your compound alone. Many times you have nothing to even, I mean, no occasion to use them. You are not distributing. You are only, <coughs> sorry, you are only accumulating. It says be ready to distribute. Look at your wardrobe. Look at how many clothes you have that you have not even worn in the last two years. Why not be ready to distribute? Why not travel light instead of traveling heavy, carrying excess luggage? Excess luggage is what you don't need. Actually, what you don't need now, that you are carrying here and there for yourself, weighing yourself down with unnecessary load, with un unnecessary, what you don't need right now, what you don't need immediately. Be ready to distribute. There are people who need that now, whose life depends on whether they get that now or not. And the Bible is saying, be ready to distribute. This is the command that the Lord, and this is the, the warning that the Lord gave in Luke chapter 12, when he, he, he said, so is the man that is rich in this world and rich, um, store up riches unto himself and is poor towards God, is not rich towards God. This is the problem that such people face. The problem of not being, uh, not distributing to those who need it and just stockpiling things for themselves. This is something that you must watch out for. So let us read into the uh, into the devotional and see what the Lord has for us. And as the Lord will help us, we will also go into Second um, Corinthians chapter eight. You may look at your, your Bible, 2 Corinthians chapter 8, but let's look into what the Lord has for us, what we have um, seen, what we have written, what has been written in uh, your Potter's House devotional, be ready to give. So, to be ready to give, it's rendered by KJV, King James Version, as ready to distribute. This sounds like you are only a treasurer of what you have. You are a treasurer. You are only a treasurer of what you have. And you are waiting and ready for distribution instructions from, the, from God. That is, from the Lord. You are waiting for distribution instructions. It's just like the treasurer of a school, the butler of a school. is not the spender of the money. He is just the disbuster. He's just the person that distributes according to instructions. The boss does not have authority 
to do any to spend the money or to touch the money of the of the school or the the where he's keeping the, the organization is keeping money for. All he does is to help them to keep it. And when he gets instructions from them, he distributes. He does not distribute on his own. So the same way you are the treasurer, you are there keeping the money of the Lord safe in your custody and waiting for the distribution instruction, the disbursement instruction to distribute according to the divine instruction that the Lord is giving you, that you are ready. What now is the, is the key point that we are dealing with here now is that you are ready. The Lord is not running after you here and there, looking for you and trying to convince you in order to give. He's not trying to beg you in order to give what he has provided and is keeping in, in your care. Whatever profit you make, Whatever wealth you, that is coming into your hand, whatever interest that accrues into your hand, whatever rent you have collected, whatever dividends or whatever means of riches that has made money to accumulate in your hand, it is not for your own alone. The Lord is the owner. The Lord is the owner of the 100% of it, and it is not only the tithe of it. The tithe is only meant in the Old Testament. It is not the New Testament where the Lord is expecting 100% or not or nothing. The Lord is expecting you to give all and to say, Lord, this belongs to you. Without you, I would not be able to have anything here. And this is what you have made for yourself. I am your treasurer. I am keeping it for you. I am waiting to distribute according to your disbursement instruction. When I used to work in a bank, the, um, the, there is what we, there is this um, transfer that they call Western Union money transfer. In those days, when before before there are so many other transfers now, those days when people send money from abroad to their people around, there is what they call disbursement instruction. They send or disbursal disbursement instruction. They send um, when they send the money. That instruction will come and say, use if they send hundred thousand, for example, they said ten thousand is for the school fees of Tolulope. Fifteen thousand is for grandma's house rent in the in in in, in, in her house. This one is for social so testing. This one is for your own runnings around. Take uh, 5000 for your runnings around for this money. This one is for that. This one is for that. That is what we call disbursement instruction. And when we give the person the money, we also write the, the instruction at the back for the person in that, in that form that he feels to collect the money. That this is the instruction that is given by the person who sends the money. That is the owner of the, the money and is now giving you the instruction of how to disburse it. Now, the same is for you now. When the Lord is bringing the money in your hand, it's not the fact that it's coming into your hand does not mean that all belongs to you. Does not mean that you are to now change your car. Does not mean that now your car has changed and so your residence must change. 
and the house you are living in. In fact, it does not mean that you must have a new house, that you must build a house for yourself now. That is not what the what it means. What it is so what it means is for you to to wait unto the Lord. Actually it is even more of a test than when you have nothing. It is more of a temptation, more of a test to you than when you have nothing. Because the Lord is asking, will he be obedient when we give him, if we give, put this wealth in his hands, will he be, will he serve our purpose? Will he distribute it according to the way we are giving, we have instructed him to give? Will he, will he do it? Or will he um, do like that rich man and say, ah, my soul, now sit down and rejoice. You have enough wealth for yourself now. So just enjoy yourself and continue to, to spend the money the way you like. Now, the question is, are you ready to give? Are you ready to give as the Lord has, is bringing all those things into you? Are you ready to distribute? Are you ready to, to let what comes into your hand to spread into other people, other people's hands, to send it abroad and say, now, this thing the Lord has provided, Lord, how do I distribute this? So let's continue. To be ready to distribute sounds like you are a treasurer of what, of what you have. You are a treasurer of the Lord with what you have. Waiting and ready for distribution instructions from God. It means you are liberal. You are generous in heart. You are to give happily to those that are in need. This is therefore a study on biblical giving. And it will do you, it will do us some good to learn from the Macedonian churches. Let's look at Second Corinthians chapter eight, verse one and two. Second Corinthians chapter eight, verse one and two says, Moreover, brethren, we make known to you the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia, that in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded in the riches of their liberality. The Macedonian churches were characterized by great trial of affliction and deep poverty, but their abundance of joy sprung up from their abounding riches of generosity. They are, they are poor. They, are, they were also in poverty. They were in affliction, but they, are, they were ready to give because of the farming that was happening in Jerusalem at that time. They were ready in their heart to give. That's why the fact that they were poor, it was not because of their riches. Actually, they were not giving the excess. They were not giving the excess of what they had. They were giving even what they did not have. You know, these people made me to, to, to have a rethink of what the age-long saying that you cannot give what you don't have. These people, even 
in their poverty, they were ready to give. They begged and pleaded with Paul that please let us partake in this thing so that we also can be a blessing unto those people that are facing famine in their place right now. Although they were afflicted with poverty, having almost nothing or very little to give, they derived their abundant joy from their wealth of generous hearts. They were physically in deep poverty, yet in their minds, ex- external, extremely rich in hearts that were ready to give. They were extremely rich in hearts that were ready to give. It is true that you cannot give what you do not have. But if there is a will, there will always be a way. If you are willing and ready to give, God will always give you what to give. And if you are a good channel, not leaking, always flowing out, you cannot be dry yourself. So there is a saying that if there is a will, there will always be a way. Are you really willing and ready to give? If you are willing, if you are ready to give, and God sees your heart, that, ah, Lord, I really want to partake in helping, in giving this, in giving to this cause. I really want to partake in giving to what the church announced. The church says we want to send missionaries to some unreached places. Lord, use me also. I want to partake in giving to these people. The church has announced some people that are suffering, that are displaced in their houses because of flood and because of something, because of one thing, they, they, there are some needs. Lord, but I don't have anything myself. I really want to partake in this. Can you give to me? Please, Lord, give me. That is how to give more than you have. You really don't have, but the Lord, you are willing, you are ready to give. That Those are the kind of people that the Lord actually are looking for. To be to make them to become blessings. Those are the kind of people that the Lord uses. The kind of the widows of Zarephath that was ready to eat the last food that he, she had and die. But she was a ready giver. She was a ready even if it was the last thing that she had and she was going to die. She was ready to give her last to share her last with somebody that the Lord has commanded her to give. Not that the Lord commanded her. The Lord commanded Elijah, go to her because I have commanded her to give you. So the Lord commanded her, the Lord commanded Elijah. And she gave in faith, she gave according to the Lord's command, in obedience to the Lord's command. And the Lord provided for her that she kept giving throughout the time of the famine. She kept giving even unto that Elijah. Somebody that did not have became a giver. So it is true that you cannot give what you do not have. But if there is a will, there will always be a way. If you are willing and ready to give, God will always give you what to give. And if you are a good channel, not leaking, always flowing out, you cannot be dry yourself and you cannot be stale. The, whatever you have will not be stale. It will always be fresh. You will always have fresh supply from God. Now, God told His grace upon the Macedonian churches to be ready to give. It takes grace to be to do anything as a child of God. Whatsoever you do without grace, 
without the grace of God could only be done by your struggle of the flesh, by the struggle of the flesh, and that is not acceptable unto God. Whatsoever the flesh touches, no matter how beautiful or how great that thing is, it cannot be acceptable unto God. Anything the flesh touches. The Bible, remember the first Corinthians chapter 13, that even if I give all my possessions, all my possessions to the poor, and I even give my body to be born in order to help somebody, and yet without love, I am, it is nothing. It, it is just nothing. I've just wasted all that I have done. Why? Because it is done in the flesh. Anything the flesh touches, no matter the greatness of that sacrifice, no matter what the powerful, no matter how powerful that thing is, it is, it is, uh, it, it is nothing. It is just nothing. It's not going to amount to anything. It is unacceptable unto God. Even your fasting, when the flesh touches it, it, is, it becomes nothing. It becomes weak. The Bible says the strength is willing, the flesh is weak. Anything the flesh touches becomes weak. Your prayer becomes weak when the, the, the flesh touches it. Your fasting becomes weak when the flesh touches it. Your giving becomes weak when the flesh touches it. Anything that you allow the flesh to touch, like, for example, what is the part of the works of the flesh? Making your right hand know what the left hand is doing. Consciously doing it for a show. Giving for a show. When the flesh touches it, it becomes nothing. It becomes nothing. So now, therefore, you therefore need to take grace from God daily to be ready to give whenever the opportunity arises. Before having, before leaving home, ask God to help you take advantage of take advantage of giving to meet people's needs. Then you will not only be blessed but become a blessing, brother. Sister, giving is an opportunity. Be always prepared and ready to use it. Be always ready to give. This is divine instruction from the Lord. That is what the Lord is expecting from us. And this is what the message of today is standing on. Brother, my question to you is, are you ready to give? Are you ready to give or you are in you are you are just ready to accumulate wealth onto your own self or you are just ready whatever comes to yourself you tell yourself like that rich fool that my heart rejoice my heart rejoice you have so many things to for yourself for the future and you are thinking of yourself alone your children and your wife alone how to get how to change the thing that you have and the only thing you can give now is the, the thing that you are throwing away, the things that are not more useful for you, and all that. Are you ready to give? That's the message for today. I would like that we stop here this morning so that we can have contributions or questions from the listeners. Please, if there are questions, if there are contributions, but the, remember the Macedonian believers, even though they were poor, they were ready to give, and God gave them what to give. He givers never lack resources to give when you are ready to give. Thank you.
Oh yes, and thank you too. Thank you very much, Pastor, for for bringing the word again to us so powerfully, and for addressing uh, a very important issue in the body of Christ. And you know, as you as you as you led us in that, in, in that reflection, it came to me that this is the exact way. This is the exact way to talk to the body of believers about the absolute importance of giving of giving now uh, many people who are in ministry work people who are church leaders they know that of course money is needed for the for the work of the gospel money is needed that's the that, 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 that's the truth but the lord himself he will provide for his work he will he will put resources in the hands of his people and then when his people are filled with the holy spirit when his people have given themselves to god they will then give uh, for that work and that should be contrasted with many of the other preachings we have nowadays where people appeal they appeal to the greed of their listeners they appeal to people's desire to be blessed and then they appeal to that as a means to getting them to give to God's work. But what we have done this morning, and I, and I thank you for how the Holy Spirit has led you, is to say that those who want to give, they give not necessarily because they want to be, in fact, not because, not primarily because they want to be blessed themselves, because, but because they are giving themselves to the Lord, and now, uh, since they are giving themselves, their resources as well, they see it as coming from the Lord and belonging to the Lord. So this is a very important uh, matter that you have made, that, that you have touched this morning, and I do pray that all those who, li- who are listening now and those who are going to listen in the future will be blessed by it, and we cannot even have, we cannot have enough of this type of message in the body of Christ today. God bless you, sir. Amen. 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 And we have this from our brother Luke Mayawa Jiroba. Thank you for sending this on uh, through our mail saying thank you for being an inspiration and for fulfilling destiny and purpose. So, so that's for you, Pastor. Somebody praying here saying thank you for being an inspiration and for fulfilling destiny and purpose. Glory to God. Amen. Uh, Amen. Do you want to speak briefly about about this book, uh, Faith of Our Fathers? Okay. Faith of Our Fathers it's um the Lord gave that um, message in the year nineteen ninety um seven or thereabouts. Okay. And um, it was for the published in the year two thousand. But for a reason or the other the Lord said it was not ready okay. until now that it came out. Wow. So it, um, it came, anyway, we see the details of that in the, in the preface of that book. But it's giving, it's comparing the faith that our fathers had in those days. And according to Hebrews chapter 11, the heroes of faith, the faith that we had, compared to the faith that we have now. Mm. What exactly is faith? And when the Bible is talking of now, Faith is, and I was looking at what is the significance of now. Faith is this, and it was coming to me as if today God was afraid that people in their own generation they will define faith. Mm. They will define faith to be something else. But Paul, when he was emphasizing now, faith is. Social suffering in Hebrews chapter 11 at one. It came to me as you. It was saying that as far as I am concerned, 
and date my own generation. The fact that I'm handing over to the next generation is the same thing that was handed more than for not handed over to you. And I have, I have not adulterated it. I have not, not diluted it. Mm. I have not changed it. It's the same thing. Now, as far as it is now, up until now, this is the substance of things so forth mm. and the evidence of things not seen. So, Whatever you define things to be in your own generation, remember that this is what the, the original faith that was handed over to us, and this is still the faith I am handing over, and I have put a good fight of things, and I'm handing over the correct faith. Please be careful whatever you define things to be. So we, we gave several wrong definitions of things presently. Mm. We'll be waiting for Thank you so very much. So for those who did not listen earlier on, this book will be dedicated by the grace of God on Sunday, August 21, 2022. Let us pray along with Pastor Yagule. And of course, look forward to getting that book. In subsequent episodes, we'll let you know how to get copies of that book. Please say a quick word of, a word of prayer as we bring this closer. Our Father, we thank you for having us today. Thank, thank you for your word that you should to give. Lord, we are praying we will not be like the next king that Amen. is always receiving but not, it's not giving up. Lord, we pray that you help our lives. 
just want God to be not only to be blessed, but always to be a, to be blessing to people in the name of Jesus. Amen. Please, Lord, let your name be glorified in our life. Amen. I pray that with this world that we have said we prosper in our lives, in the lives of everyone that hears this. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank I you, Lord. I pray concerning you that the Lord will bless this nation and you will not lose focus, you will not lose vision. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You will become saved, but you continue to be blessed. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you very much. God bless you. Okay, okay, great, 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 great. So we'll be back, we'll be back shortly for On the Lord's Side. On the Lord's Side is Christian engagement with news and current current event. Christian perspectives on news and current event. Do stay with us. Do stay with us. We'll be back shortly for On the Lord's Side. God bless you, Rick. God bless you, Rick. You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com, the Christian internet radio with a mission to engage the culture with the mind of Christ.